you've got yourself something funky. Lipstick Laundry. This is your girl Shiny and as always I am here to discuss all types of laundry with you. The dirty, the clean, and everything in between baby. Let's sort it all out. So the last time I talked with you guys it was birthday month okay i dropped three episodes and it was lit lit all right now those three episodes i want to thank y'all for listening to them all right we was hype we was talking about all types of shit okay now um we're moving into the month of april before we talk about everything happening in april i would like to talk about the soapbox give y'all a little update on everything that's been happening now Tyler has been killing it in school. You know, we have a few hookups, you know, a week. Once a week, you know, I got to straighten his little ass out. But for the most part, he's doing really well. And um, I'm very proud of him. Um, So, of course, for spring break, I was just like, nah, we're not going to sit up in the house the entire spring break. Uh, Let's go to Disney. So, I planned a trip to Disney. Um, It was me and my little special friend and him. Okay, okay. I got to figure out a name for this. Like, oh, I don't know. I, I, I gotta figure out a name. But for right now, you you know what I'm saying, okay? Me, him, and him, we all went to Disney. Now, I didn't realize I was stressed about the planning of everything, and you know, just the fact that Tyler is like literally going to see me interacting with another person, like outside of just you know, yeah, you popping in for dinner, a little family, da 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 da. But like now, you about to like. Like, this, this could be real life, basically. You know, we, we playing house this weekend. Like, how does that look? I don't know. So, I didn't even realize it, but I was a little stressed out, um, especially with the anniversary right around the corner. I won't lie to you. Like, I was stressed out. This episode um, really brought me back. And I want to thank Rich Camco for you know, just sharing so much with me and me just getting into that mindset and sharing with him. Like, it really brought me back because you never know the level that you're at, the strength that you've bestowed, or, you know, you you just don't know until you actually look back. And I think for the last couple of months, I haven't really looked back at the fact that, oh, shit, like, me and this whole experience, we're about to before you know him and his experience they're about to be three we had a good chat we discussed everything and you know you listen and you really learn one thing I will say is for the month of April we connecting with our fields this month I gotta go through it anyways I figure I will take y'all on a trip with me okay um the cancer in me is like nah girl just crawl into a rock shut it down for the month of April they'll understand you know what I'm saying because y'all been rocking with me so y'all should understand that part but fuck that you know there's a lot of birthdays involved there's anniversaries just constant reminders of how we legit just be putting our lipstick on and going and keeping up with life you know what I mean so 
I want to share. I want to, you know, be open. Um, and what I didn't know is it was going to help me to share and be open because when I did this episode, like I said, I was not sleeping very well. And after I did this episode, legit knocked out past my damn alarm mornings on top of mornings. Like I was like, yo, reflection is good. Conversations are good. That's why therapy is a good place. You know what I mean? Y'all know I'm working on changing my mindset for this month. You know, um, last year I did a trip. I did a little trip up to Orlando, had me a good time with two of my girlfriends. You know, we was kid free. We was just having a good time. Um, and I felt like that lightened my month a bit. You know what I mean? Definitely. Last year was hard, hard as shit. Like even still when I took that, I think that's why I took that trip. Cause I was like, no. It's death on top of death now because some shit went down last year. I still just can't believe all of it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I did take a trip to represent just trying to rebirth the month. And I'm hoping that I could continue it with this trip that I got planned this year. You know, me and the Booski, we about to go to Jamaica. Hello, somebody. Okay, it's lit. And I'm excited about that. Don't get it twisted, okay? Some fucked up shit is still creeping on into my brain as much as it can, you know? But I'm holding it down. I'm holding it down, and if it kills me, I'm going to have a positive month in Jesus' name, okay? You hear me? Now, again, I just need y'all to stay tuned and get this laundry done, hon. You all already know what to do, but let me remind y'all. Okay, if you haven't yet, if you are listening to the sound of my voice and you don't have an automatic notification popping up, why? why? Why do you not have that? Okay, because you're listening to me, so clearly you fucking with the kid. I need you to go all the way. Okay, it's all the way with me or nothing. Okay, we going all the way in or nothing. All right, so everybody pull your dicks out. No, okay, everybody please pull your fingers out. And go ahead and subscribe, follow, do everything that Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever they tell you to do. Leave a review for me, please. Okay? I should pause for y'all to do it right now. But I'm going to just continue or whatever and trust that y'all is doing what y'all need to do. Now, um, if you would like to tell me about the episode, please feel free to drop your DMs. That's what we call it over here. We're going to drop your drawers in the DMs. Okay, and um, you're going to tell me. You're going to tell me at Podcast at gmail.com or you are going to follow me on IG and Facebook at Lipstick Laundry Podcast or on Twitter at Lip Laundry, okay? You're fucking with me. I'm going to need you to fuck with me all the way. So go ahead and do your little homework. Enjoy this episode. And I'm going to check with y'all next week for real, for real. Okay, it's a month of the field. We feeling over here. All right. Bye. All right. So today's wash, dry, no fold. I am talking to a very interesting guy today. He's a comedian. You know, um, if you've ever seen Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, you know, he's on Netflix. If you watched Wendy Williams show. He's everywhere. He has his own podcast called um, Are We There Yet? And 
you know, he's just amazing. And I can't wait to share his story with you guys. How are you, Rich? I'm good. I'm uh, Today is the two-year anniversary of my partner Sandy's death. So yes, so funny. You, you DM'd me like 48 hours ago. I said, oh, how perfect. Hey, I wonder if we could do it on the anniversary. Yes. I, I sound like I'm excited. I'm like, let's capture the moment. It's just- uh, I know. I know. A weird thing of like, uh, like the last couple, I think the last week I haven't been sleeping. I mean, it's my sleep has been fucked up since he died, but yeah. Can I swear on this? I can swear on this, right? Of yeah. course, of course. Uh, Get into it. It's been messed up. Um, but I basically try to roofie myself at night with like, you know, chamomile, all mm-hmm. the sleepies, uh, you know, or just I, I'll, I'll binge watch you know, anything on Netflix, because by the third episode, somebody dies and I'll cry myself to sleep. You know, that's just how that's your process right now. Right. But I think I think that because when he when my partner died from COVID two years ago, when he died, we were in a very different stage of the pandemic where there were no vaccines. We were Mm -hmm. all completely not. We were all like an igloos or something. Well, I couldn't say I was. I mean, there are people that were Nothing ever had changed. They were all living life like. Did nothing. your partner have like um pre-existing conditions he needed to be concerned about? No, no. Um, he Not was very and muscular, and I, you know, I think in my head I had this story like, well, he's hot. He's not going to die. You know what I mean? Like, not that that's logical, but you're like, just not thinking that. I just all it's all these elderly people were dying, right? You know, and people that had very specific health conditions and he was like you know regular healthy worked out twice a day i mean one of the challenges we had like in couples therapy was like we had to discuss like well how is he going to keep working out like how is he he's got to give up his gym he's like i'm not giving up like but okay so we had to sort of do like the go to the gym and let's see how safe they are at the gym thing Mm -hmm. we saw how this gym was but they were like kind of whatever we're like we're not working out here this is crazy it's just right. you know, it's scary um but uh yeah fitness is really important to him he worked out sometimes twice twice a how day. do you think he got it you know i don't know i really you know he ate out twice without a mask that was it boom i mean was that it i don't know but his friend who's with him uh who's you know, diabetic and has a lot of other health issues, didn't get anything, you know, like it is wild. Sometimes some things happen and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, with my, um, my husband, it was a motorcycle accident. And I just remember going to the hospital and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be a broken leg. This is going to be something we're going to be like, no more bikes. And then we're going to be good. We're going to be fine. no, he died. Like there was never any injury, never any like fear of, oh my God, maybe you're going too crazy. Maybe we should like, no, he died on local road. He, you know what I mean? Like it, it's just the craziest thing. But when, you know, when it's your time, it's your time. Right. Right. I mean, I just, the thing for me is like the first, I don't know. I never, everyone's asking those the same questions. Mm-hmm. Did he, what did he do? And I'm like, I don't, you know, and the thing that's weird is like, I was around him and I didn't get it. Right. I couldn't have been closer. I mean, I, as soon as he was sick, I'm like, I'm going back to my place and you stay at yours. And yeah, like trying to move in. And then it was like, well, why don't we just keep both our places? And then 
you could be super clean and I could be moderately whatever. And yeah. we could habitate. He was very, he was very particular, very clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, would always work, would work. He was pumped and clean and hyper masculine and kind of had a little Brooklyn sometimes. Yeah. And would wear two masks. So he was very like, wow. I think the last person, he would, you know, we would be washing hands and, and you know, cleaning. He didn't cleaning. need COVID right. to wash his hands and right. be that he clean always, person. Yeah, he was always very all that. So yeah, even when we were buying groceries, we were like cleaning the bag. You know, the early stage was like clean the bag. We didn't For remember sure. we wiping everything. We don't know what it yes, is. Yes, yes. But uh, yeah. So you know, there was all those questions for a while, and now it's like it doesn't even matter. You know, it doesn't matter how because it's right it happened and. For whatever reason in the universe of the cosmos or some, whether there's some divine agreement before you incarnate and you say, I will go out with COVID, you know, yeah. did, did a million people say, okay, I'm going to come to the earth. I'm going to live these lessons on the, as, a, as, a, as a spirit in a body. And I'm going to go out with COVID. I'm going to go out with a motorcycle accident. I'm going to go no out. No one's saying you know, that. Who's, I don't know. Like, what is it? I don't know. But I, I can make up a, make up a bunch of narratives mm-hmm. to, to like, soothe myself in the chaos that is yeah known uncontrollable loss that is life like life yeah. is like, here's everything and at any minute something will go away mm-hmm. that is just how life is and is religion and spirituality just coping mechanisms i i don't know i don't i, I mean i've had all these kind of weird things happen after he died that i'm like uh is that a sign is that him is that you know i i he was also my manager and mm-hmm. he was like, what do we should shoot you in like a nurse's scrub or like a lab coat so you could do like, you know, a CSI or like a nurse or whatever. That's like, mm-hmm. look, you got look. And I kind of laughed going, oh, God. And then I booked uh, a role as a Filipino nurse on Apple TV, uh, a Dear Edward, which is out now. Wow. And, uh, and on his birthday, after he died. You know, I believe it, in signs, Rich. Like, I, I, I think that's important. Like, right, I believe right. those are signs. Right? It was too, it was too right on the nose, right? It was yes, like, yes. Oh, you know? And yeah. the funny thing is, Dear Edward is about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, is about a kid named Edward who served, is the sole survivor of a plane crash. Mm-hmm. And it's a New York Times bestseller, but now it's this series on on uh, Apple TV. Mm-hmm. And everyone else in the story lost someone in the plane. And so you're watching these people go to grief group. Yes. Some of them are doing like, you know, sexually acting out. Others are eating. Others are you know, all these different permutations of how people deal with grief. Right. And all these other storylines of, you know, it's a great, it's actually, I really enjoy watching it, but that when I was waiting to see my little part, uh, I couldn't get through the first episode. I was just crying. It was just like, oh my Aww. God. Um, yeah. It just, it was so interesting of all this. I mean, there's a million different genres of TV shows, but how many shows have like everyone, you know, I don't know, 300 people die. Yeah. All doing grief. Grief is sort of the underlying kind of, uh, spinal column as everyone's kind of walking along that so yes. uh, very interesting but yeah, yeah it was definitely a sign yeah uh, 
it's fascinating. I just kind of I love those. I love when things happen like that. I actually look up and just smile, like, okay, I see you. I get it. You know. Yeah. Um we were late night people always. Like we always went to bed at like 233, always. And I feel like no matter what time I go to my bed, I'm always up at 233. Like something always wakes me up at 233. I get to go back to sleep, but it's just a reminder of, you know, just how we used to live in our schedule. So, you know, everyone grieves. However, you appreciate what you appreciate. If it makes you smile, if it, you know, makes you positive that day, you work with it. Like, you know, I know you don't know much <clears throat> about the lipstick laundry, but I pretty much started it. My husband died in April of 2019 and I started it. Well, I started recording at like the end of 2019, but it premiered in 2020 this week. So it's our, you know, it's my three year anniversary for the pod. And next month it's going to be, you know, the anniversary for, um, of his death. And, you know, I just appreciate the fact that I found something, um, that I could talk about it. I talked up, I talked my way through it is what I did. Right, 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 right. Definitely. I named it Lipstick Laundry because I just felt like no matter what's going on in life, you got to put on your lipstick and right. keep going. You know, I had to go back to work. I had to, I have a son. He was three at the time. He was like, I know we were at a hospital doing something yesterday, but I'm hungry today. So what's going to happen with food? Like, you know what I mean? Like life right. goes on immediately and it sucks, but you got to go through it. Right, right, right. So, um, what kind of widower are you? You know, you have like the health buffs, you have the widows, you have the ones that just throw themselves into the career, no dating, no sex life. What do you think? Are you well, a mixture? You know, I'm like definitely a Prius. I'm definitely a hybrid of all that. I, yeah. uh, you know, I definitely went into recovery. I'm in a bunch of recovery programs and therapy. So I was like seven o'clock Zoom, eight of you know eight thirty zoom nine oh five upstairs okay. zoom twelve thirty grief group one thirty bros that cry oh let's do the people of color zoom at you know two o'clock and mm -hmm. three o'clock on Thursday. You know, I, I had all these things lined up so that it's also at the time, you know, I when my partner died, I held him in my arms while uh. his body went cold. I wanted to because everyone was in isolation, right? Yeah. But, look, he's he's in cardiac arrest. We don't know. They didn't. They just said come, and I already knew they were like, okay, this is the fourth heart attack in the last half hour. I wow. don't know. He was because he was he was in a on a ventilator. He yeah. was a little fluid. They were trying to like you know. I mean, I. Oh, the other sign that was amazing was, uh, earlier in during his induced coma, I was outside eating with a friend, uh, you know, because everything was outside eating and. Uh, this woman pulled up with one of those like big wheeled uh, speaker systems. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, please. Can you not pursue your dream next to my table right now? Can you just, right. I'm I'm going through this whole, like, <laughs> we think his eye, we think his eyelid moved. We don't know if that was just a reflex or was that actually him trying to communicate? We don't right. know, but it was like a thing. And and now is not the time. Now is not the time for you to belt out your whatever your Whitney Houston song or whatever you're right. about. To, you right, right. 
can I give you twenty dollars to go away? Like I didn't know what <laughs> happened, but they this person starts you know blaring this thing and it's like so loud, but it was the exact same song that I had sampled and made into the ringtone for my partner whenever he calls me. Oh my gosh. I oh my gosh. Crying and crying like, oh my God, he's calling me. But the whole like three block radius could hear the ringtone. It was just, oh it, my gosh. It, it wasn't like, you know, Eye of the Tiger or some like top song. It was just this right. that made me, I don't know, it's just some little little thing that I like that like, oh, this makes me think of him. And it has a yes. little whatever funky something. But oh it was my gosh. Just, it was his ringtone. And it was just, yes. Not even like music, but the exact same, you know, you take the, the radio edit and you can do this app and it sort of takes. Right. So I'm just like, but there's like a million songs that this person could have turned on. And that was the one you just couldn't write that. Right. You could, Yeah, just, that's that's a know. sign for sure. He he right. is def you guys are connected. He's definitely with you. I mean, those signs are like you can't even miss them for anything. You right. can't really right. miss them for anything now. Uh, um. Do you know what Widow's Fire is? A Widow's what? Widow's Fire. Oh no, what's a Widow's Fire? So, um, after doing this for about two years, um, I came upon someone who actually invented an app called Widow's Fire, which is like a widow and widower dating app. Now, oh Yes, 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 yes. Like widow, widow's fire is the term used to describe that burning feeling inside, um, you know, the uncontrollable desire for sex, intimacy, something like that, like right after your spouse dies. Oh, because here's the thing. So um, I had to go through a period of isolation because I had held him. I had PPE and all that spacesuit stuff on, but there mm -hmm. were no, I, would, I wasn't vaccinated yet, but I said, I also, I need to hold him. Yeah. It's, this is your final it, time. This is the final moment. Right. So I held him and he was no longer muscular. He'd been in a coma for 37 days. So his body was uh. just, it was like a grandma body. It was like soft. I was like, Oh my God, what wow. happened? He still had the flesh, but it was like it didn't have the muscle tone. It's right? hanging, yeah. The muscles. Yeah, gone. I was like, oh my god, he has left. His soul is leaving, or whatever. But yeah, I remember just feeling his body go cold, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so exposed. But the, the room had to ventilate. There was all this stuff happening in the room to make it quote unquote safe, but still, no one knew exactly how. You know, they said, oh, he's been, he's not contagious now because he's been in this thing for X amount of days. I don't, mm -hmm. but no. I, I just, I didn't care. We're I just, so comfortable. We still don't know anything. Right. right. I'm still, I'm, I'm so filled with grief. I'm like, I just want to hold, hold his body yeah. and, like, and have that moment to say goodbye. And um, so X amount of weeks go by because I get my vaccine the next day. Okay. It was like, you can't even time. Like, it was like crazy. Like a friend is driving me to get the, I have to go to the Southern tip of New Jersey to get this vaccine. And I'm wow. sobbing in the car. I am sobbing in the car. It's like, you know, it's so close. The vaccine yeah. is so close and just mm -hmm. not, oh my God. And, uh, but yeah, so the, I made all these Zooms. I'm doing all this therapy. I'm, you know, meeting friends, I guess, outside a little bit, you know, but also it's just also like exhausting, right? 
We're all right. kind of not sure how much. And I'm since I was definitely exposed, like we're like, ah, well, you know, my friend's like, hey, just stick your feet out the window. I'll be on the fire escape. I'll rub your feet. You know, I'm like, oh my God. So, uh, the support is everything during this time. Yeah, don't yeah. It? yeah. I mean, there was a booker in the city. She was having all the comics one day, one day, a different comic, they'd all send me a meal, like four, three meals or what. It was very I sweet. that. Yeah. Very I love sweet. the meal trains. But um, I, um, once this window of like the vaccine, you know, getting the two vaccines and all that, there was right. an old lover that was always, you know, hot and uh, beautiful and kind and, mm-hmm. We both got together. It was, it was, but it felt like we were, you know, I don't want to say, and it's not a parallel to Vietnam or uh, <laughs> Afghanistan, but it was like war zone. You, you, people, there's all this shit happening on the streets. There's still yeah. violence. There's all this craziness on the street happening. Mm-hmm. And like, we'll just come over. And I said, can you just hold me? I just, I haven't been touched by anyone. I haven't been at human contact. How long is this? How long is this now? This is. This must be like, oh, what day is it then? Because he died March. I got the vaccine. And then was it two weeks after? And then two weeks after that. So it was four weeks after. Maybe then it was like late April. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I did not know. He didn't know what was going to happen. But I, it was like, I fucked him like he was the last chopper out of Vietnam. I was just so fire. I almost drowned him in the tub. I have this big tub I put in with like two Mm -hmm. people, like really deep and all that. And we were just showering together. And then I'm like, I'm going to take you right here. And I'm like, and then I'm like, oh my God, he's drowning. I got drowned you while I'm, you know, ravishing you. Yes. Yes. Let's get out of the water so we don't drown each other. Let's go. To the be- and it just was just I intense. It, the, the the kind of intensity of that kind of sexual. It's not even. It's beyond sexual. There's something happening that is like, like I felt. I don't even know if I felt more than a lot. I just felt like every molecule in my body was like saying yes. Yeah. Let's do this. I will be held. I will be. I'm gonna ravage this man, and uh. It was amazing. It was also like, who am I? You know, usually right. he was, a, right. he was more, more dominant, but we were just sort of like t- throwing each other around it. But also he, you know, we're both in the trauma, the PTSD of the last, you know, two and a half years of this, uh, or I guess at that point it was only two years um, of the pandemic. So yeah. it, was, it was just like mind blowing and, and cathartic. And that we started we kind of would see each other a little bit. And at one point I had that sort of the portal open where, I mean, I know I'm responsible for the stories I tell myself. I'm responsible for the meaning that I create with experiences that I have. Like like this person came from the sky and now they're in charge. It's like, I decided this person is in charge or they mean. Right. And so we were having a very sacred, intimate moment. And as I'm, like in this like ecstatic spot with him, I could see where, oh, this is where this kind of ecstatic feeling happens. And then I say, you're the one, you know, you're the Messiah. And I'm like, oh shit. I said, and I remember saying to him, I said, I just want to take a moment. Okay, you're not my boyfriend. 
I am loving this experience. Uh-huh. My brain is now creating this. There's something psychically happening between us now that that's that thing that can happen where you imprint. If you have this high fire. Yeah. It's but I, I saw how I did that with him, you know, in 2015 and 2016, mm-hmm. when he and I were just like a hot affair. Right. In, and uh but Maybe he's like, only good for that, you know? Right, right. Or just there's nothing wrong with it being that. But I the 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 way I set myself up was like, mm-hmm. well, that means that you and I have to be dot 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 dot. And he wanted it too, but we were both in relationships and both in this open thing, but like that's not really open. Like there's a different right. relationship and an emotionally like it's not it like now the entanglement. The, the emotional enmeshment is not the same. As no, it's an open relationship. It's like that for sure. Uh, deal. Uh, yes. So, but I saw it happening. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, I need to pull that. Okay, I need to remove that from you. I need to keep that inside of me because yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, it's gonna. I'm gonna harm myself by now. Because if you do that, if you dock like that with someone, they have to be a safe container for the two a of complete you. Complete safe space. But if you're not completely committed to me, and in my case, I guess exclusively, or have some kind of complete conscious agreement of who and what we are, I can't allow this part of me to just start, you know, yeah, circulating within you and me. It's just like that. Can't For happen. me, I didn't want anything to circulate in my heart. Anything like I just wanted to do and feel in that moment, and I felt like that was a it it stayed like that for a while where I want to be touched. I want intimacy, but I don't want, I, I don't want a relationship. I don't want you to push this into what, it, no, I like, I'm still grieving. I needed somebody. I actually went back to an ex as well because oh, it was just easier. Well, it, so, you so, there, you, you know- need it. You, you, there's already enough safety that you know each other. This isn't some random person that, you know, I've been in touch with this person. You know, we've known each other over the years. And right. we agree. But I also saw how I was like, oh, no, this will be totally fine and casual and safe. <gasps> oh, I want to I want to dock. I want to start docking yeah. emotionally. I'm like, OK, come back. You know, and I yes, I, we did. It I, again. too, had to pull myself down. I was like, hold on. Wait a minute. You chose this one for a reason. Remember, come back. Come right, back. right, right. We, uh, I stayed at a friend's beach house over that summer, and he came, and then we were like, we put on some Sade, and the wind was blowing, and I'm like, oh That's no, That's all you need. Oh, oh no, <laughs> oh no, I put on all the Sade albums. No, now it's like imprinted, like because my body genetically is programmed. If you play at least one Sade album, you're the one. I mean, just like hello, all this historic you know, uh, cellular memory of what they yes. means, right? Mm-hmm. And, oh my God, I played it with him. Uh, and, you know, we were at the beach, we were holding hands. Oh my God, this is, this is becoming a thing. Yeah. And, and, and it's not, but I said to him, I just enjoy holding your hand. I appreciate, and I was saying it, but a, there's other parts unconsciously that are like, no, this is, this is a thing. You know, because there's, there's an adult in me. There's also yeah. the five-year-old. And the five-year-old yeah. is a very different story. We still want the, you know, the the romance and think everything's going to be great. Yeah. 
yeah. But yeah. at the same time, the adult has to step in and shut right. things down. Right, right. So I, I definitely, you know, that kind of took care of itself because then when Omicron came, we're like, oh, I guess that can't. And then, you know, that kind of shut down any kind of casual encounters because we're like, oh, shit, it's back. And we don't know. You know, I have it was one... crazy. Like by the time COVID rolled around for me, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I'm supposed to be like, this is now my year to live. I spent last year, you know, in shit. Like I am ready to live. Like in the middle of COVID, I took a trip to the islands. Like I was, yeah, I was like, I don't give a fuck. I have to get out of here. Like I've been stuck mentally for months now like i'm finally able to sleep through the night you know sleep in a house or a hotel room by myself like i'm ready to live now covid said live what no you're not no you're not and i was like are you serious but um you know yeah dating everything was hard because i didn't want to touch anybody new right 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 yeah it was all just keep repeating the olds and then, right, you know, right. but at some point you want more at some point, yeah. the I fire mean, turns into, you know, somewhat of a healed situation. Yeah. I mean, I definitely and you want more. I, I definitely feel like, you know, I definitely had a, a friend that was more of a friend than a, than a buddy, but we were both like, well, you and I are negative and we are friends and we're basically very limited in our contact. So let's try this. But I'm like, oh, you're not you're not that guy, you know, at least oh. it was one of those, like, I don't feel like this, you know, I just feel like, okay, well, you know, my body, your body are touching and you're pleasant. And I, I feel you, I feel attracted to you, but I'm not like, oh, you must touch your soul. You know, like, I don't have that. Yeah. Like, yeah. We but need like, that. Oh. But like, okay, let's just, let's just experience what this is. Cause maybe this is safer. Cause I'm not going to like disappear and start, you know, sketching wedding gowns and cutting fabric and, doing little right that that doesn't i've I've had i've had encounters with this friend and we have an agreement about it although i you know it's not my i don't know i think he's more excited about it than i'm I'm like ah you're here you know like i yeah see that's not cool you want to have that yeah yeah but you're my friend and we both they're like yeah this isn't it but it's like we can enjoy we can cuddle a little although it is it's weird to cuddle with something when when sandy died i was like can someone just hug me I didn't yeah. like someone who cares. That's great. But now I'm like, I don't just need like an an arm. I, I want to feel like some you want a person. person. You want to feel like you could find another person to be your person yeah. now. Yeah. I did have a yeah. I did have a date. I had a three three dates with this guy who mm-hmm. also lost his partner the same time I did. Wow. I tell him that. I don't open on a first date with, oh, by the way, my partner died from COVID in my arms. I don't. That's like right trauma bond on a first date mm-hmm. set up because that's not it doesn't create true intimacy to just tell them your darkest wound uh, but uh this guy kind of offered oh yeah i sold my place and da because my partner oh oh and then it felt like well he just told me i it'd be right mention that oh by the way my partner died exactly it'd be kind of weird to withhold that at that point yeah i, I don't know but but I enjoyed his company. I enjoyed chatting with him, but I didn't feel like a spark, but I felt a very a kind of comfort talking to him. I see. So with the Widow's Fire app, like I always felt like it was weird to put other widows with widows. Like it's too much grief, I feel, for one household. Don't you think? 
I don't know. Oh, so Widow Fire app is for widows that want to hook up with non-widows? No, it's widows and widows. Everyone's everyone oh. lost someone oh. and they have it's not even just dating, it's also grief groups too. So if you wanted another one, if you have oh, space yeah, yeah. in your I'll, schedule. I'll put that in. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Because I, I have another with the widows, the, there was also a queer widows group I was going to, but then they mm-hmm. something happened with that group. I still go, but like certain parts have left. And they yeah. have their own I'm like, wait, where did that group go? Where did those people go? And I don't yeah. know. I wasn't I was on that group, but I'm in so many different groups. Yeah, like, I don't live in one group alone. I'm in a bunch of different. Do things. you notice the same people in the different groups or no? Well, it's interesting. Uh, was it last or two Christmases ago? Um, I was supposed to spend Christmas with this friend, my pod friend, but then he got COVID. He's okay now, but he, you know, we were like, okay, there's Omicron. So we got the Omicron thing. I'm like, okay, well, mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess I'll be sitting at home on Christmas and not spending it over at your place because. Right. Yeah. We want to be safe. Yeah. So. Uh, I was on this group Zoom, and then there was like it was Christmas Day though, so there were like there was only like maybe five people there. Yeah, and then from, I didn't know, but he's like, "Oh, Rich, I've seen you share on this Zoom for the last you know year and a half. It's been amazing." Like, but you know, there's there could be a hundred people. You can't see all the people on. Right, and right. I never saw this guy, but he saw me and was like, "So we had a nice chat for like four mm. hours on Christmas about just you know him." my process with grief, his process with some other uh, loss in his life. And he actually yeah. ended up, he ended up moving up here to uh, Hoboken next to me. I'm in Jersey city. So we've become okay. friends. It's just kind of funny how, uh, you know, things work out, you meet other people and just, you know, you try to figure out how to have support. Uh, yeah. How to create other relationships. I mean, you were saying, so I definitely, you know, I definitely had some romantic widow with that one guy. Mm-hmm. But I just, it, you know, there are other people I'd like to, but it's like then this other really super hot guy got really sick and he's been getting like, I don't know, all kinds of like, you know, I, I think he got COVID and then he had complications. I don't know all the story. Oh, but, Lord. Okay. okay. But it's one of those like, oh, my God, you were so hot. That would have been perfect. Yeah. You know, like like he's more than a person, the perfect thing for me. He has his journey in his life. But it right. might be like, this would be great. He's hot. He lives nearby. We should do that. You need to stop like looking in the past and trying to find someone from the past that's going to work now. You need to go right, out right. there and find right. fresh, fresh blood now. Right, right. So it's been interesting because I date and I meet people, but uh, I ha- not yet, you know, whatever. I've I've definitely, you know, I'm on apps. I'm not, I'm not on the hookup apps. Yeah. Because it's like, oh God, do I need to? start off with your genitals and then figure out if you have a face you know it's just right right the community is very different you could do that with your ex like if you really just wanted to you know throw it back really you're like no i mean i haven't been the funny thing is my this ex uh sent me um a christmas tree emoji and like two christmas gift emojis and like merry merry you know and i was like this is for christmas and i'm like you didn't even put my name on this text. You know, <laughs> I'm a person. I matter. You can't just send me some generic, you know, Christmas jiffy. Copy and paste. You copy, but I'm not a copy and paste bitch. You did not. Right. I was so mad. And I realized, like, I'm still in grief. Like, you know, yeah. it's just, 
It was just the Christmas tree emoji. But how yes. dare you? How dare you only yes. send me? If you're gonna send me something, you will put my name on it and you will put something <laughs> personal in it. I was just I just felt like so mad, and I thought, yeah, I really miss Sandy. I miss my partners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yes. miss that like feeling seen and appreciated. The kind of yes. really deep relationship that that I'm I'm grieving the loss of, and this other ex lover is just being nice. Yeah. Without like leading me on as he's, mm-hmm. you know, having his Christmas with his husband. I'm like, you're at home with your husband. Don't you fucking send me a Christmas tree without my name on it. You know, like, it's just like insane. Cause this is, I want so much more and deserve so much more than that. But my, there's a piece of me that would rather get angry at him than sit with the enormous bottomless pit of like what it is. The grief. Mm-hmm. You know, just the loss. It's 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 like today I went to the cemetery. I couldn't sleep at all last night. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Like five in the morning. I'm like fuck. I'm supposed to get, meet my friend at like eight o'clock at the train to go to the cemetery. Oh my god. I just felt. You know what it was? It was interesting. I think my body just wanted to recreate the feeling of absolute exhaustion and grief because I I just like it is like the day I was burying him. Completely yes. exhausted. Don't know what's happening. Just kind of going through the motions, putting That's on- what I want to talk about. Okay, so let's talk about the anniversaries and like how you deal with that. For me, first year, second year, I was doing the same fucking thing. Like I was back into the hospital, frustrated, trying to make decisions trying to convince a doctor that he should run more like you know just the stress of everything was coming back to me year one year two I thought that was weird as shit I felt like I was in a reenactment by myself right and it was like this feels like it it just happened I'm like oh shit wake up and it's 2021 right it's uh, it's that cloudy like am I tired I'm tired Am I feeling any? I feel sad, right? I started checking, like, where's my body? Why does it feel? It's a very much, very much out of body experience for sure. For sure. I was driving and not paying attention because mentally I'm there again. Like, things were just, every time, like, even now, like, okay, now we're at the end of March. I already know that in two weeks it's going to be the anniversary, like, now my sleeping patterns are getting worse. Like I'm getting to be very aloof. Like I'll forget my keys in the car. Like little things will happen to me. And I'll wonder why is this happening to me until I think about the date, what's coming up. I put so much like energy into April that now for this third year and moving forward, I'm really trying to change the narrative of the entire month of April for me. I'm trying to go on vacation, do something exciting because I'm not somebody who likes to go to the cemetery. Like that's not my thing. As mm. far as I'm concerned, you're he's not there. He's not there. He his he's just not there. I I don't feel like he's there. I feel like he is at the beach where he loves to be. He is in heaven. He is wherever, but he is not there. Um, so I don't go back. I'm not a cemetery person. 
I what sucks is his birthday, his death, and my dad's birthday are right there. So one year, um, I did like a birthday cake for both of them. Then I felt stupid that I was singing happy birthday to a dead person. So then I turned it into balloons, you know, doing the balloons in the sky. That just didn't feel right either. So I'm still trying to figure it out. I know that I'm never going to do something because I feel like I need to do it for the public. Like I'm I'm no longer, I felt like the first two, three years of being a widow, you feel like you you got to move a certain way. You can't let, you know, the family see you doing certain things because it might be disrespectful. So you just move differently. And I feel like this, I feel like my relationship with my husband, I don't need to show anyone. I don't need to post, you know, that I miss him. I don't need to do any of that. That's for you guys. For me and him, I will always go through the motions, but I don't want to post anything and I don't want to dwell on it. I want to take a trip. I want to do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know? You say that because like, I wrote a post. I haven't posted it, but I was like, I want to write something mm -hmm. for me. And then do I post it? I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'm sure I'll post something. I'll, I want to post this. This this. I'm Rich Kiamko. You can follow me at Rich Kiamko, R-I-C-H-K-I-A, Amazon Mark, C-O, on mm -hmm. uh, and my, my website. Uh, but again, it's like, this is just my journey. It's not... It's I yours. Like Fuck everyone the, the else. Trap, the trap of the of social media. I mean, look, as a comedian, I gotta promote and you know tag and all that stuff. For but sure. Human being on a journey, it's like none of that matters. Exactly. It's, for me, what do I need to do for me? And uh, but I definitely wanted to go to the. It's funny because I went to the cemetery, but I didn't care. But I went because I felt like I want to go. Yeah, if you want to go, I want to go from for like. The rich, I love ritual in that it helps me, it's, you know, makes me pay attention, right? So I went to the thing with my friend who was good friends with him. And we chatted a little bit about his relationship with Sandy and my relationship. We were sort of laughing because Sandy's spotless, right? But he mm -hmm. was roommates with my friend Greg for a little bit because he had there's a fire in his building. And so he everyone had to leave the building while they fixed everything. So he lived with him a little bit. And he was saying how Sandy would do these things. I'm like, I even he's spotless at home, but he would leave his socks right there on the sofa. Like he did these <laughs> funny things. I'm like, I can't, what? The, I, he didn't say anything to me. Like he would, like you just left it right in the middle of the doorway. I yeah. Over your underwear. Like, what are you doing? Like, you are. You are. You know, we'd have a party at his place. He would mop the entire apartment down after people left at like two in the morning. I'm like, oh honey, no one's in that room. No one is in that room. No one was in that area. Why are you? He's like, I'm like, I'm like, come on, let's go to bed. And I thought he was kidding, but he was like, no, I gotta finish. Like, what are you doing? Come on, let's go to bed. It's a new oh year. My you God. He was just spotless. But at my place, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So you can leave your underwear and socks. You just shed it like a snakeskin right there in the doorway. That, you're that's his okay. comfortable. You're his comfortable space. He could do right, that. Right. But I, I, uh, it was nice to talk about him and reminisce. I said a few words at the at the grave. But it's funny because then I came back. I got a foot massage. Mm. I just felt the achy. Got my neck massage, and mm -hmm. then I was on the train coming back to Jersey City, 
and then I lost my shit on the path train. Like you with see, all- it <laughs> always happens. Like now I'm crying. I had this whole cemetery moment. Sunny. Yep. No, my body is gonna cry right here in rush hour traffic. Yep. With all these people, and nobody cared, which no, actually man. was nice. I didn't. Like, I'm like, I'm just gonna cry. It doesn't matter. And then I just, I just sat on the platform, one of those little benches. Uh, you know, it's already the last stop. No one's sitting on the bench. We're all leaving. But I'm like, right. Let's sit here and have the rest of this cry. And I just like, wept and wept. And then I got on my bike, and then I cried on my bike. You know, there's a little like garage in Jersey mm-hmm. Square. So I'm crying in the garage, and people going by are like. Who's the guy crying in the little bike? Uh, <laughs> it's me. He's dead. You know? like, <laughs> and I'm crying. And I'm like, oh, now you cry while you're driving in traffic. It's like, Just the fact that we could cry and then like bounce back from it. Like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just, it's just me, a widow. I'm crying. I'll be fine in five minutes. Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I also know like if I cry, I will take it. I will, whenever the cry comes, it's like, I, I'm not a it's surfer, here. but if the wave is here, I'm going to get on that wave and yes. ride the wave as far as it goes because it's like, it frees me. Yes. This, like, there's an anxiety that's happening in me. And I know when I can't sleep at night, it's like, oh, can I just fucking cry? Same, same. Right there. And like, I'm a guy that can cry. I mean, I'm, you could see me on Netflix, crying on Netflix. I cry <laughs> on on cue authentically uh but the grief is something that's like yeah it, it is like you will always have uh i don't even call it an aquifer there's an underground mm-hmm. amount of water that's constantly coming through and that has to be released it's going to come mm-hmm. in fill the tank and then your job at some point it's i can't control it but like okay let's let another 80 gallons of tears out and it just yeah. comes and sometimes I, I can access it and go, oh, I'm going to sleep so good tonight. Other times, yeah. I'm like, oh, God, it's three in the morning. Fucking shoot me. I just want to cry. I want to go to Same. sleep. You know, That's I'll what's walk- happening to me this week, for sure, for sure. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm getting no sleep this week. I finally realized it, like, yesterday. I'm like, okay. Um, oh, okay. I see what's happening here. I'm close to the time. I'm. This is the anxiety building up this is this is me just being aloof not taking care of myself internally and yeah i can't wait for the crying session because then i'll be back on track yeah yeah i mean i think one other thing that's happened like that you were saying sex also workaholism my my family is all immigrant workaholics Mm -hmm. my parents work like crazy my mom hospitalized herself and then she finally took a break uh but when Sandy died, I was like, well, I'm just going to do these Zoom comedy shows, outdoor comedies, whatever. And just, and there'd be like four people in the audience. I didn't care. I'm going to do two shows yeah. every Saturday in this little room with the door cracked open and people wear masks for vaccination, whatever it is, I'm doing it because I need to have something to do. Right mm-hmm. now, it has exploded to 36 sold out shows. Yes. Four, four shows a week, Fridays yes. and Saturdays. The venue now has given me that room for weekends because they've never had traffic there. Mm-hmm. The people that, 20 years that restaurant has been there. They're like in the financial district of Jersey City. So Monday through Thursday, Chase, you know, JP Morgan, Fidelity, they're all there eating. Love but on it. Saturday, it's a ghost town. 
Yeah. And to do comedy, music, singles, events, whatever, bands, nothing worked for 20 years. And when I showed up, they were like, you want to do comedy? Okay, go for it. They thought I was crazy. Yeah. You want two shows on a Saturday night? Like, yeah, why not? And just like, to me, I was like, and I don't think I told them at the moment, but I said, look, my partner's dead. I don't give a fuck. I just, right. I want something to do to just like, I'm doing all these grief groups all week. I need to mm -hmm. have something other than a grief group to do. Yes, for time. sure. Right? And so I was doing it. Comics were thrilled just to have a little stage to get on. So we all kind of knew the deal. Like, look, uh, uh, I can get some appetizers for the table. If we sell some tickets, I can pay you. If not, right. whatever. But do you guys want to get up? They're like, yeah, we'll get up. Just because, you know, we're in Omicron. It's like we're still in that weird right part of the pandemic where we're not getting but we just we just need to do something right plus it's experience it's practice the way how right. i you know every comedian that i followed and stuff you know you guys work on your material really hard go, trying to go through small clubs and everything so this was perfect yeah it's perfect so it's just now it has consumed all of my time it's become mm -hmm. i have an assistant i'm now looking to find someone to like manage the, like a door manager so mm -hmm. I don't have to manage anything anymore. I have people that are that do tickets and see, and, you know, I have a whole kind of intern situation, but I need dedicated staff. I have one dedicated staff that just works doing press releases and all that, but I need someone in the club that's going to just, so I don't have to, I don't want to think about it. I'm really learning. I love that. Learning to really delegate and leverage what I've created because yeah. now it's making money. Now yeah. I, even have, I have a payroll app. I'm not doing this Venmo bullshit. I'm using, <laughs> I'm using payroll. So it's traceable. Yes. 1099s. You know, I, I want to be more abundant in how I pay people. Yes. Uh, I'm not afraid now that, now that I've had a year, uh, or, well, after this last year, it was like horrible, horrible, horrible. And then I'm like, oh my God, I've had, you know, one, two, three, four, five, maybe almost six months where it's like, it's cranking out and we're nice. selling out a lot of shows. I'm like, hey. I think I can now risk paying people more, you know, like yes. a I don't probably because then you know, I also, as a widower, there's that trauma where at any moment this great thing is gonna end. And yeah. so and it's that, just you, you don't have your security blanket anymore. Right, right. And I think there's this unconscious thing of like, this is just like Sandy. Oh my god, I love Sandy. It was such a great partnership. And then bam, he's gone. So a part of me is like, oh my God, this club thing is happening. This is so good. Ugh. Okay, don't move. Don't move at any minute. This is ending. And well, I, the, you have that, to that look at it and realize that you are like one of the strongest people out there. For us to move forward after the things we've gone to, for you to hold that man until he is stiff and cold. Okay, for me to pick up my life and move on with my child try to be something and live a good life and make sure that he, you know, outside of this trauma is in a good place mentally. Like we have taken on a lot, you know, God, whoever you believe in has given us a lot. Um, but you know, with the negativity, the positivity is there, you know, and you don't put on lipstick, but I got to figure out another word for you guys. Like Maybe you put your cologne on and you kick ass. I don't know. Balm or I don't know. Something. If I have to put product in my hair, it's like right now there is nothing. It's all just frizzy. <laughs> but like, I know something's about to go down if I need to like, this needs to get tight. And, and yeah. like, 
photo photo if, if this needs to be if this is photographable something's about to happen you know like see something happened if i'm not i if love that up, then i know i don't care and i'm not i'm not looking for something if i have to if i'm in battle mode my hair is in battle mode mm-hmm. so that's the thing it's interesting now because i definitely feel like there are moments i'll be walking the street i see some guy i'm like oh yeah i'm gay i am still gay mm-hmm. i might have grief where i don't some days i don't give it i don't care i just yeah. don't care and other times I'm like ooh. God, I want to work through some shit with that guy. You're like, I want to right. Like, let me I, see I if I can couple, pound it out with him. I want to do couples therapy with that guy. I want to have yes, a yes, I want to fight and then cuddle out and fuck it out afterwards. You know. But like, let me ask you this: Do you think that there's another soulmate out there for you? Do you oh, think that? Yeah, I mean, what's interesting is that people would be telling me, "Oh, you'll love again." I'm like, no, 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 no. I. I feel like my relationship with Sandy was like the most spectacular growth opportunity of my life. We yeah. Were both, we were both conscious men, both in multiple types of therapy and program. Mm-hmm. So we did like a couples, we did couples therapy zoom and we did a couples and recovery zoom mm-hmm. uh, group where, you know, we had all these tools to navigate conflict and also take ownership of our part so it's not like yeah you fucking pissed me off it's like you know what i will own that i yeah. feel angry. you did this and i felt angry and it triggered these things that are my work it is my work to get past this anger i'm yeah. here to express that when this happened i felt hurt and i'm that's angry an amazing about- adult relationship that's an adult relationship. It's not, it's not your job to get rid of my anger. It is my job exactly. to express that a boundary was crossed or that I need uh I would like some special uh consciousness from you around this behavior you do. Because although yeah. you were just doing this, it triggers this trauma. So yeah. it, whether it's my mom or my dad or the bully or whatever, I'm just letting you know, like, hey, let's work on this. This is my work. I'm giving you a heads up. Don't do that thing. And that's all we could do in life when two completely different people come together you have to accept people for what they are everyone's a work in progress that's the only way we're going to be able to work with each other and that sounds like a really grown-up relationship everyone taking responsibility right right and so i said to myself i know now like in every cell of my body that i have the capacity for love for intimacy to hold space and create a container with another man to have an intimate fulfilling co-created partnership like i am i got it it's still a progress i am not going to do it perfectly i'm still going to be you know i'm going to do my little like evaporate i'm spiritual but really i'm judging you thing that i do <laughs> right that's what i'm like we'd be like yeah. hey, you are silently scorning me i could do it you're doing it right now i'm like no 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 i'm being spiritual i'm just absolutely zipping the not I'm, zipping the I'm just i'm not saying anything of harm <laughs> But I'm hoping you choke to death. You know, like a part Get of me. Get your is, shit together. You, know, you got to evolve faster than that. Like I'm thinking that. <laughs> it wasn't until he died that I'm like, he was right. I was silently scorning. I was yeah. totally that spiritual bitch. Like, yeah. I'm spiritual, but I'm really judging you. Yes. That's, yes. That doesn't, that's still like a withhold as opposed to, I feel hurt, but I want to be in this space with you. I yes. really I'm hurt as opposed to I'm in this space I'm hurt and I'm withholding you I'm withholding from you I'm withholding but I'm spiritual that's not the same space I'm spiritual at the end of the day I'm spiritual never forget it (laughs) (laughs) it's horrible I was raised Catholic so I'm like I'm better than you I'm I'm so 
Oh my gosh. But uh but I definitely I definitely know it it's it's just different. When I meet men now for dates, I am not worried about whether I'm worthy of love. I'm yes. just checking out to see if you and I are gonna be compatible to hang out and do the work. Yes. Like it's a very different kind of way to date. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, I hope he likes me. It's like no you're cutting I'm, out all the toxic shit. Yeah, it's like uh he's cute. Would I want to sleep with him? Yeah, but let's see what he's like. Because like, yeah. I, don't I mean, I can do that, but we all know. could do that, but we want more now. Yeah, and like, I mean, I will say, I have, I'm headlining, I'm headlining the Funny Boat in Syracuse and Albany in June. But there's yes. a guy out there who's like, so this is a thing. This is a this is like a gay a gay guy thing. But when you go on the road, maybe it's a gay comic thing. But if you go on the road. You will get much hotter guys because in New York, there's a million hot guys. So they have a ton of mm-hmm. options on the road. There are some hot guys that are like, you know, but then I'm a very specific look, right? I'm, yeah. you know, and, and then there's a really hot guy out in that area who I'm his like fantasy guy. And I'm like, yes, oh my God, this is great. I will never see you again, probably for another whatever. But when I'm up there, you know, take the opportunity the autograph line is going to be limited for 30 minutes and then I got to get the fuck out because I need to go back to my room and have some fun. Basically. I think the meet and greets before the show, so I don't have to worry about it. But I'm just laughing to myself going, because all the other comics, I'm like, look, I'm staying in Syracuse. If you guys are all going back to Albany next time, I'm still staying secure. I don't care what it, I will, I will buy a car and drive back yeah. myself. I'm not, yeah. I don't care. You know, it's happening for me. Yeah, to. you have extra things to do. You have we have to stay focused. <laughs> Extracurricular activities. Self-care. I'm a fully actualized person with a full I'm not just here to do jokes. I'm here to have, you know, the rest of I'm my I'm well-rounded. Rest of my I need to get the rest of my food groups in. <laughs> all of them. Okay. Super greens and all. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. You are so funny. I got to tell you, thank you so much for stepping into the lipstick laundry today. Honestly, I, we are living the same life. Honestly, with every widow, widower that I talk to, we are literally living the same life. The steps are the same. You know, I like your growth though. Your growth is amazing. Your growth is amazing and you're strong. And I love that. And I want you to, you know, of course, Keep Sandy in your memory always, but go out and find your person. Go on that wave, ride the wave, because you deserve nothing but happiness. Continue the journey, you know, have the feelings, go have your massive cry. Whenever it comes, I'm grateful to have the big cry because I'm like, yeah. here it is. Come, come take me. I'm going to be just- Yes, like, it's healthy. Yeah, yeah. Tell these people where they can find you and plug everything that you have coming up. Okay, yeah. So uh, Jersey City, uh, the Laugh Tour Comedy Club, every weekend, Fridays and Saturdays, I'm usually there unless I'm on the road. But uh, you can go to thelaughtour.com. That's T-H-E-L-A-U-G-H-T-O-U-R.com or thelaughtour underscore on Instagram. You can also follow me. My personal thing is uh, Rich Campco. That's R-I-C-H-K-I-A, Amazon Mark C-O. And that's richcampco.com or richcampco on Instagram. Uh, my podcast is WTY, We There Yet podcast. Uh, I'll be doing more episodes now. I took a little break. I had a little grief break. A little grief break. I did some. And that's fine. It happened. And I'm like, I'm back in. Yes. Uh, 
but you can there's still lots of stuff you can listen to in there is uh, it a grief podcast are you being no, funny in there what's happening it's we there yet started uh in 2015 and it's just okay i'm just asking people about their journey because we're all on a journey and i and i feel like a story that i've told myself that maybe people tell themselves is am i there yet are we there yet did i get there what's the we're never I'm there just, right so it's just a conversation of well what is there and yeah what, it's just kind of a it's kind of a prompt that yeah. sets up for any kind of conversation with comedians actors or whatever whoever's on just i mean i love having like the conversation we had today it happens to yeah. be about but it's like who are we and what's the what's happening inside yeah yeah because at the end of the day we are washing we are drying but we are not folding in this life at all once again rich thank you so much for stepping into the lipstick laundry today it was really fun i appreciate it thank you